All right. Well, you just heard yourself a little bit of science fiction, a little bit of of legalities, and just kind of really Atticus finching your way through multiple dimensions. Mm-hmm. Two subjects, science fiction legality, go together like meat and taters. Peanut butter and gel. Like war and red and gus. <laughs> like jankum and a balloon. Like a punch to the face and a makeup kiss. Like Colorado and cool summers with your stepsister. <laughs> I don't think I can think of a more perfect pairing than that. Because oh. you've got one, one delightful stepsister in the state of Colorado. Most most uh, things that you find on Pornhub.com, which your stepsister incest-related, mm-hmm. are all filmed in Colorado. Because mm-hmm. you get that mountain air, and it's just... <laughs> Well, it just it just makes you real, makes you real real familial. Yeah, uh, it's something that uh, we first heard sort of secondhand, and we thought that's distasteful. Absolutely. Then we went on uh, a our own family reunions there, and we we get it now. <laughs> and then we found out later that they're not actual brothers and sisters. And boy, egg on our. <laughs> oh, that egg on our face. When we had the next family reunions in Raleigh, North Carolina, there was a lot of awkward pauses and staring into the ground. Not a lot of eye contact. Those maybe. those some bitches got us. The state of college because we went because we. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, we we did mm-hmm. a little tour of the Pornhub oh, yeah. uh, kind of offices. Delightful facility. Oh, Very great top people, of the line. Great people. You, you're not going to find a better salt of the earth people than mm-hmm. the, the folk that work at Pornhub. It's like it's like when you walk on like the Google campus where it's like really people focused, but not as not as political. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's it's almost like a political anarchy mm-hmm. kind of Mad Max type thing over there, which we 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 immediately feel comfortable in. Absolutely, any place. When you when you get rid of any sense of morality, it makes room for some fun-loving, red-blooded Americans like me and Red. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, talking about uh, incestpornpornhub.com mm-hmm. leads us right mm-hmm. into our next interlude, which is we're talking about faith. Gotta have it. Gotta, gotta have, have a belief have in that higher gotta, power. Oh, uh, when you when you kneel beside your bed or the bed of a lover mm-hmm. before you take take arms against them or with them, mm-hmm. and you're talking to your Lord, who are you speaking to, and what are you saying? At the end of the day, that's all that matters. Absolutely. I'm even though I uh, I, I do believe that my Lord and Savior is the true one. I'm not one to immediately judge others. I have a I have some compassion, but as you probably have heard from previous interludes, I am a distinct follower follower of Judaism, not to be confused with the more popular Judaism that's been going on for yep. centuries. This is uh, one what some folks have been calling a sect yep. created by Kanye Abraham, which is the prophetic moniker of yep. Kanye West, and you're, and it's 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 Judaism with a Z. Mm-hmm. Oh, that that is very important distinction to make. And from because I, I went to one of them, and a lot of it's just listening to his album, mm-hmm. which right? is a religious experience for some. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, and- when you you have to show up 
uh, dehydrated for you can't have water or liquids for two days before, and you can't touch any food for the entire week ahead of time. Yeah. Um, folks have been saying that that creates like a brainwashing effect, but I feel like they're just they just haven't seen the light yet. And, you know, and I, I did it, and and you know I tried to fast, but I gotta mm. say, you know, I had myself a gogurt. Mm. I, I, I think that changed things for you. And I, and they said, hey, quit sucking on that goddamn gogurt. And I said, I have a low blood sugar. I'm gonna. This album's taking goddamn forever. Mm-hmm. You know. And gogurts. If you haven't had a gogurt yet, crack open <laughs> a gogurt. Those are great. By the way, uh, our band name right now, due to our sponsorship, is Gogurt. Yeah. Well, it turns out it is Gogurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and and gogurts come in a variety of flavors and 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 even so- sour patch kids. Sour patch kids. What a, what a mashup oh, of flavors. You get and a sour gurt. You're sitting at your desk. You're probably sitting at your desk at the DMV, mm-hmm. just punching away at something mm-hmm. meaningless. Oh yeah. And and the air conditioning, they turned it off probably for some dumb policy they made up. Oh yeah. Get Saving yourself a, trying to save taxpayer money or something. Get yourself a cool, cool gert. Mm-hmm. You gotta cool. have especially a sour gert. Oh, you get yourself a cool sour gert. You hold it at the base. Mm-hmm. And you slowly start folding that into itself, and you get that sweet gird into your mouth. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, you got the corners of your lips all crusty with that gird, mm-hmm. and you're ready to walk into any meeting and say, hey, I am unprepared. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am unprepared for what is about to come. And that's because- what's great about Gogurt is the preceding uh, uh, honesty. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the gogurts promote honesty Absolutely. because it, when you're eating a gurt, people feel nothing but contempt, mm-hmm. and they'll say what's on their heart, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, you know, but but just going right back to 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 Judaism or Judaism, the Judaism. Let's not. Ju- yeah, come on now. I'm right. Don't insult my Lord and Savior, Kanye Abraham, by woefully mispronouncing his. Very valid faith. Have you spoke to Kanye? Uh, no. I haven't seen him in person. Okay. Um, which is surprising because uh, being a, a famed country duo, like yeah. we are, as well as uh, uh, trust fund recipients and members of the Harvard rowing team. Absolutely. We have met many celebrities. You would think we'd at this point we'd run into Kanye. You think so? We haven't yet. We've we've touched Jay-Z multiple occasions. Absolutely. And, and they work together a bunch. Absolutely. Or maybe not anymore. I don't know. I think Kanye's gone into to hiding or maybe people are staying away from him. There's some sort of separation between Kanye and the 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 mass uh, the vast majority of the American and really global populace. I mean, if you could talk to your Lord and Savior, what would you say to him? Oh, I don't. I don't think that I'd be able to communicate with him in words. Because <laughs> I think I would just look. So at you him. think it's a dance? It is absolutely a dance. <laughs> you think it's a dance? It is a dance to where I would get right up to him respectfully, but I would get to where my nose touches his, and then I would angle my face. Just a little bit to the left. I can't do it to the right because that's right. a sign of disrespect. A little bit to the left, and then lean my face in a little bit more because our noses ain't in the way. So yeah. they're kind of like they're like docking each other. Like right. They're they're like side by side. Yeah. My right nostril on his right nostril, and so we'd we'd make docking some... in the sense of mm-hmm. as in what 
that's something to do. That's a that's a, a term for penis stuff. It is, and that's why Kanye Abraham is taking it to another level and says the penis is essentially the the phallic representation of the face. And okay. So you gotta you gotta when you actually the penis is the penis representation of the face. Did I? I meant the nose. Did I say the penis? <laughs> I, I'm so yes. The the nose is the phallic <laughs> representation of the face. Uh, excuse me. I, I just keep on as a devout follower of of Judaism. I mean, you're glowing right now. I am. There are just so many times when I mean to say regular words, but instead just out comes a penis. Yeah. I mean, and and yeah. I mean, you have kind of and part of part of and you've what you've told me uh-huh. is is that you feel like hey, it all relates back to the penis, but you're too oh, afraid yeah. to say that to Kanye. I am. Well, I, the, the thing is, I feel like if I try to put anything into words, yeah. it would immediately violate what I want to communicate to him, which mm-hmm. is purely just like emotion and energy and love. Also a little bit of sort of like anger, but sort of like the anger you'd relate to somebody yeah. and they'd be like, mm, girl, I get it. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, this sounds like every relationship I've had with with my stepdads. Mm, that's healthy. That sounds healthy. It's, it's love. It's respect. It's also pure anger and mm-hmm. violence. Yeah. You know, you're well, you two two strong headed men. Oh yeah. I mean, it's honestly you got an alpha alpha and an alpha that's like oil and water. You know, there's there's a scene there's a scene in the Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Good where show. Yep. There's two dragons and they're fighting one another. Yep. Uh, I, they they sent me and my stepdad uh, Terry out to out out to Belfast, and they mm-hmm. put green screens on us, and they said, "You motherfuckers, you dragon fight." And we and they gave us they gave us just a thirty pack of 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 red of red stripe, uh-huh. and we had our good Jamaican loggers, and we just fought each other, and and they said we. Don't, that that's how two dragons would fight. So I kept on thinking this something about the CGI in this show. It's just so real, and yeah. like it shows real conflict. It can't be just completely animated. Yeah, you have just you have you, answered all my questions. You heard Jon Snow's dragon be like, "Get the fuck over here, Terry! <laughs> the fuck over here! You're that's, not my dad." That's why the the, the later seasons are the best ones. <laughs> yeah, because the dragon, you know, honestly, because once I got that thing on, I would just talk. So you heard uh-huh. a lot of like when they would kiss, you would hear one of them dragons be like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 who's fucking? <laughs> yeah. Who's fuck? Because they they that's kept my me. Favorite they part. kept me on the cast because they were like, "Hey, he, oh fucking red's a lot of fun." Red's a lot of fun. I say, hey, dress me up as whatever you want. Uh-huh. Have a little fun with me. Put a little hat on my head. Uh-huh. And you know, so there were a lot of times we were like, get the goddamn hat off the dragon's head. Because yeah. <laughs> I would, I would try to sneak on with a little baseball cap. Uh-huh. You know, just be like, hey, Dr- Drakkar is going uh, or Drogon's going to be a little. He's going to be a Mets fan. Hey, hey, hang on. That okay. That that explains a lot. That yeah. that means a lot. So you're telling me, and all those scenes. I know they had a lot of scenes in like those whorehouses. Yeah. And I'd always look over and I'd see some women around. What I thought this older man with sort of like a a, a disconnected <laughs> rubber truffle. Yeah. Of a penis. Yeah. And I thought, hold on, is that red? Was that you? Yeah, that was. You know, those, oh, some, boy. some scenes. Some scenes after I was doing too much dragon, uh-huh. and I was a little drunk. I was a little having too much fun. They said, "Hey, we got to film some whorehouse scenes. Mm. Let's get his little sawed-off shotgun." 
<laughs> and we'll get them, get them all naked, lubed up, and just kind of put them in the corner. Yeah, and make them look like a sad, like he can't jerk his meat off and yeah. get it, get, you know, get it going. Oh yeah, you know, just yeah. kind of like a real pig whore. And so they would say, "Hey, throw throw red in there, and, and we'll just kind of fill up the scene." You know, kind of fill up the set. Well, I didn't know you was a bona fide movie star or TV star. Same you know, thing. Hey, when you're on HBO, you might as well be on a movie. Absolutely. And I tried to, I tried to, you know, apply for a, apply for a Golden Globe. And yeah. You don't reply. You know, I was like, hey, we're. That's not how it works. That's like, how you said an application. Yeah, I was like, can I fill out an application? Yeah. I was, I was like, they'll I was, like post something on on Craigslist, like yeah. <laughs> wanted applicants for Golden Globes. I. Hey, you know what? Did you were you standing over my shoulder while I was on the computer? Because I did fill out some Craigslist ones. Okay, yeah. yeah I mean, I, usually I am. Like, I don't have a hobby. I'm oh, just kind of follow you around. And that one, you know, that's tough because you know most of the time when you fill out those applications, you find yourself kind of in some East LA backyard, and you are fighting another dog to the death. Yeah. And so you are. They put a little leash around you, put a little collar around you, and you are fighting another animal. Yeah. So, and red, uh, red does not mean that figuratively. They actually. <laughs> They they put you in a pit and you're yep. against no an actual dog. Yeah, so honestly, they're big. It's like like a like a bull mastiff. Ass, absolutely. They're, they're not and, little toy poodles. And so you know I'm here now, so you can you, you know how I did. Mo, oh, you <laughs> you're talking. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, you're you're, I, you're, I, you're missing some some skin, but you're talking. I was like, brother, let me tell you something, dog. Mm. I fought my stepdad in Belfast as a dragon. You think I'm gonna have trouble in East LA? Absolutely. I've fought for for all of uh, all of Westeros. And he, he says if he said that to another a man or a human being who could comprehend the English language, they would immediately back down. But these bull mastiffs, they just refer to their training, <laughs> and I get it. I, I admire them. Yeah. But I'm also I get a little sad because I think you are going to be failed by a, a, a veritable dragon yeah. of Belfast, Ireland. Absolutely. Right now. Absolutely. And and you know, at, at some point I turned over and I realized that you were the owner. Did you make that Craigslist ad? I did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I said, Oh god damn it, I'm fighting for Gus. Well, you know like, like they said, uh, if you build it, they will come. I just I did just you wanted... the dreams in me? <laughs> I tried to feel the dreams you. And you did. I did well, I got you to fight and murder a couple bull mastiffs. Unfortunately, oh. it did not get the attention of the Golden Globes. <laughs> so you tried to get a Golden me. Globe from dogfighting? I mean, it is a logical connection. Hold on. I just one wanna, would make. I just want to get this really fast. You uh-huh. tried to get a you you committed a crime <laughs> and you decided Multiple to crimes. name it loosely after you named your crime after a movie. Uh-huh. Hoping that yeah. you could get some type of artistic award from it. Well, I, I figured that is the what the most avant-garde cinematographers right. do. Um, and apparently, I was incorrect because <laughs> I didn't see a single camera. Well, I, I also remember you saying no cameras. I, I had my I had my my, my cell phone camera on yeah. me, but. <laughs> Typical Gus forgot to charge it. Oh. Uh, so I was just holding it up this whole time. The screen was black, but I thought, oh, no, that's good. It's just conserving battery life. <laughs> it's capturing it. I can't see what it's capturing. Oh, it's just sleeping. It's just waiting. <laughs> yeah. It's waiting to pounce. Exactly. So, so it captured nothing. But you know what? Red, when he took down all of those 
those dutiful yet doomed to die dogs captured my heart. So technically, if you want to say it, I am Gus's dog. <laughs> I, technically, I feel like I feel like we've talked about this on the Lacquering podcast <laughs> yeah. too. There have been there have been multiple relationships <laughs> where I've somehow groomed you into being, for all intents and purposes, my dog. Hey, and you know what? When you talk about faith, I guess you could say that I'm a believer, mm-hmm. right? Because I just jump right into things. Absolutely, because sometimes I see myself as a shepherd, mm-hmm. and every shepherd. Needs a good sheep dog. And I'm always a sheep or a dog. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Red, I, I try and bring him into my flock, but every now he just he has so much masculine energy. And Absolutely. also some may call it uh uh anger issues. Yeah and uh, uh uh arrested emotional development. I'm a toxic sheep. Mm-hmm. But I just call it being an alpha. <laughs> and yeah. so I like to take that man and make him my sheep dog. Absolutely, absolutely. And you know, it, uh, it just you know, you have faith and you're rewarded, mm-hmm. right? I mm-hmm. mean, look at my life. I, I came from from you know uh, being a a studio extra fighting my stepdad to East L.A. fighting dogs in a backyard, mm-hmm. turning around and seeing my country duo is the one sending me into this battle. Mm-hmm. Then I'm in kind of like this position where he sees my eyes and realizes there's a true poetry, which mm-hmm. he should have saw because we were in a country duo band at this point for decades. That's true, but I, I tend to avoid eye contact with people, with uh, uh, men with whom I have close relationships with. Because it makes me uncomfortable. My my close relationship with people you send out for dog fighting? Well, I would not do that to a stranger off the street. Let me just tell you that. (laughs) Well, you did post a Craigslist ad, and I did respond to it. Do you consider people who post to respond to Craigslist ads your friend? Well, surprisingly, I got a number of Craigslist ad responses, and it wasn't until I got yours that I I thought, this one's the winner. (laughs) There's something about... The all caps, grammatically incorrect, run-on sentence of a response that you put in that yep. made me think, he's the one. I was so frantic about wanting to fill out my application for a mm. Golden Globe. Because <laughs> <sighs> he, you'd think he put in enough work as a, a flaccid whoremonger slash feuding dragon from Game of Thrones. Yep. So I decided to just get him on the radar of the Golden Globes, and instead I put him on some police watch lists. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that was tough. Honest yep. mistake. Honest mistake. You know, honestly, that's Hollywood, baby. That's mm-hmm. Hollywood. Pretty, I mean... We're, we're pretty much writing an episode of Entourage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I mean, uh, we've, been, we've been big investors in the Entourage season. Since it came out, or series, since it since it first We're debuted. We're a huge financial backer of one season of Entourage yes. that has already happened. Yeah, and we want, we want to keep it going. <laughs> Only problem is, nobody wants it. Yep. There, there are a few... Uh, uh, We've been trying to ship season three of Entourage for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And we're sending it to all the studios saying, you gotta make it. Mm-hmm. You gotta make season three of Entourage. And they keep telling us, it's already been made. Yeah. We said, but make it more. Yeah, we've been selling it to 
HGTV. Yeah. We've been selling it to Discovery. The Weather Channel. Nick at Night. No one's been taking it. The channels in between the channels. Mm -hmm. All the local, the public access channels. The the ads that show up on the sides of Pornhub.com. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm i very surprised, because that's pretty much their demographic. You'd think that, that they yeah, turned oh, us down. A Pornhub? Mm-hmm. A Pornhub Season 3 Entourage duo? Yeah, oh yeah. I, I mean, if you think about it, Entourage is like the Pornhub of TV shows, except without any of the satisfaction of watching two people or more make love. Absolutely. Absolutely. They are perfect for each other. And I bet Kevin Dillon's all over both. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he's probably got some kind of nickname, but Kevin Dillon, you look at him and you think, oh man, he... He's he, got a face for porn. He's got a face for porn. And he's got sort of like this aura about him, this spirit about him, you think... He was made to do porn. Maybe, maybe not until he turns like sixty. Yeah, like he's one of those one of those guys you think he'd be a great porn actor, but only when he's an older man. But I think that's what he's made for. Absolutely, and that goes back to what I was saying. You gotta have faith. Mm, gotta have faith. <laughs> you gotta have. It faith. all ties in, especially when we get on one of these Pornhub or Backstreet. East LA dogfight conversations. It always goes back. I mean, to you're searching, and you're you're on like the fourth page of a porn search, mm-hmm. and at at that point, all you have is faith. Absolutely, because you can't remember a thumbnail from Adam. Mm-mm. <laughs> so you're sitting there, and you're just searching and searching and searching away, hoping that something's gonna pop into your brain and say, "That's the one I beat my meat to about five years ago." Yeah, absolutely. Just like you're. You can't you can't make a distinction between like you said that thumbnail and Adam and you're you're just Adam looking for your Eve. Yep. Because you know she's gotten that forbidden fruit and you you want to say hey Eve, give me a bite of that I, big old I'd apple. Like to, I know you done something wrong, but I'd like to have a bite of it. Let's split it together. <laughs> it's gonna be good. I'll go halfsies on eternal sin. Well, you know what? I'll even eat the core. Seeds and all, and, and you know, and and I think that's a good transition for to talk about my LDS faith. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up, I grew up just kind of like little, little, you know, little old person having fun, mm-hmm. trying to you know make ends meet, playing hopscotch, trading baseball cards, and these two men came over in nice suits and they said, "Hey, we'd like to talk to you," and I said, "Shut up." Take me to where you came from. Love your haircuts, mm. and so that—that's that's an honest response. Absolutely, very, very understand. I would have done the same thing. They, you know, them them Mormon missionary boys—they always got them nice haircuts. Oh yeah, that's that's why I respect the hell out of LDS just because of their haircuts. And I was sitting over there. I had a bowl cut, mm-hmm. you know, with with six 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 kind of uh, buzzed in the back of my head, mm-hmm. and so I said, you know. I could use a change. Mm-hmm. And so they took me over to a barber, gave me a nice Mormon haircut, and I said, well, why don't you dunk me? If you, or are you scared? Mm-hmm. And they said, well, you haven't done any of the lessons. And I said, well, I'll double-dog dare you, dunk me. And we all know any good Mormon missionary ain't going back down from a double-dog dare. Yeah, so they held my head under the uh, strip mall fountain for a little bit. As Joseph Smith would have commanded. <laughs> and, and once I woke up, I found myself on kind of the side of the fountain, 
And they had already been gone. And I said, well, you know, I got this cool Mormon haircut. Uh-huh. And, you know, I got water all over my naked body. And I seen photos of the haircut and the wet naked body. <laughs> he, that was that was a good representation. I had someone do a photo shoot. <laughs> kind of like a David LaChapelle. I was just... Yeah, yeah so, you know, yeah. and it was just this guy that was just kind of in the strip mall. And, you know, he, he, was, he seemed super... In fact... When I said I was like, "Hey, can I can I get a photo shoot?" and he said, "Well, I've already taken a couple pictures." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay, well." And then it's some, like he knew. It's yeah. like he already and knew. And somehow that, you got them. That, that's, <laughs> well, I, I just went through your photo albums. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't receive them. I just after the fact. I, I just went through your photo albums, and that just it was imprinted not just in my mind, but also my heart. Yeah. My soul, one might even argue. Oh man, and mm-hmm. so yeah, you know, became a devout, devout LDS person. You know, I, I, I hang out with Mitt Romney. I, I thumb wrestle him. I, I, you know, I show up to his house. Strong thumbs. Man's oh, got strong thumbs. Mitt, Mitt's got thumbs mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, um, Jimmy Carter's got peanuts. Oh yeah, you know, I for mean, days. He's for days. For he's days. that man's got thumbs for days. And I remember, I, I, you know, I used to play this prank where I'd. I'd break into Mitt Romney's La Jolla home and try and, you know, sh- like jump in his bed and kiss him. And. <laughs> and. <laughs> and. Uh, Mitt, these are my favorite stories. Keep going. And Mitt. Mitt started to catch on to what I was doing. He realized it wasn't Ann because he was like, Ann doesn't move as fast as you do. And I was like, well, yeah, I'll beat Ann in a fucking race any day of the week. From, from what I remember you telling me, though, like it, it took him a good number of tries till he figured that out. Oh, it, two decades. Yeah, two decades. I, I think he, he severely overestimated his wife's physical yeah. capacity. I said, have you ever seen Ann run? Mm-mm. And he probably thought, oh, she was just too tired because of the speed and energy with which she rapidly made love to me Absolutely. at night. And that's what he would say. He was like, we fuck so fast, she's uh-huh. probably gassed. Yeah. And I was like, you're wrong. You're wrong, Mitt. But then he started using his thumb right around like 94. Uh-huh. He started using his... He'd get me and he'd put a thumb right into my forehead and I'd feel my, my skull kind of sink in. Again, and he said, I'll, it, that big, meaty saber oh, of a thumb. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it was like, to bring up Game of Thrones again, it was like Robert Baratheon's Warhammer. Oh, yeah. Just right up on my on my forehead. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he would do that, and, and I would just sit there and be like, okay, I give, I give. No mm-hmm. kisses, no kisses. You know, so... And I, I feel that's too bad, because y'all... From what I heard, it sounded like y'all had something special. Going oh my on. gosh! You know, p- just two two devout followers of the LDS faith, share faith, sharing your love for Joseph Smith and his teachings together. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we there was a whole big like, will they, won't they? Yeah. It, you know, every time we'd head out to Salt Lake for general conference, mm. there was like, oh man, we got two bulls in the goddamn house. You're just the the Jim and Pam of oh, Salt Lake we City. Were completely Jim and Pam. Oh, and, that's, that's and, adorable. And Anne was a Karen. You know. It was oh like, yeah. Okay. She's there. You don't want her to be, but she's there to build the tension. Yeah. To make the the. the the, the ultimate romantic end of the narrative arc satisfying, like, but it never came to that. Yeah, did it's it? like all right, Anne. well, yeah. I mean, it's like all right, Anne. Yeah. Head back to La Jolla. I'm sure the beach is nice right now. Mm-hmm. Mitt and I need to test each other's strength. Mm-hmm. 
you know. And you, she you, go, you go to that salt water, we'll stay it. You go to the salty ocean, we'll stay here at the salty lake. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, that's one thing that I would say we could we could use a little bit more uh, uh, community and intimate bonding in Judaism. It seems to be a little more, what's the word? Isolating? Yeah. Yeah, it's like they, they get us together. Which I think, oh great! The, the first time when when they uh, uh, they brought uh, one day, um, I would I wish I could say Kanye Abraham, but it was just one of his. Uh, I think he calls him like a, like an acolyte. He just brings us together. Mm-hmm. We'll just listen to the life of Pablo ten times in yep. a row. It's not even his best album, but you know what? I'll listen to it. Absolutely. We'll listen to it ten times in a row, and I think, all right, this is a party. Just to get a sweat going. Yeah, well, just to get a good sweat. Uh, most people pass out. Yep. Uh, I'm Actually, I think everybody does. We all come to it at some point. Yeah. Um, but after that happens, I think, all right, now the party can begin. And they, they all said, hey, let's, let's get you changed. And they put us in these separate chambers. Mm-hmm. And that's where we remain locked for at least a good week. I mean, they're float tanks. Yeah. Oh, that's what that is. They're float tanks. So it's one of those what the like as a, a de- sensory deprivation thing. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's all hmm. dark, and and you guys are floating in them. Yeah, yeah. It feels kind of nice. And then with after like about five minutes, it just feels like, hey, hey, I'm, I'm trapped. I think I'm drowning. What even is reality? What Where's direction my Nintendo is Nintendo oh. Switch? Where do I plug in my phone? Yeah, I need to have my electronic entertainment with me at all times. And then after about, once I lose energy and I pass out again from frantically trying to, to yeah. get out of the chamber, it's sealed. I can't. Yeah, no. No. Um, and I get it. That's well done, Judaism, because once I come to, I feel like I am reborn, and that in of itself is a baptism by fire, by water. And when you reborn, you've always felt has been this kind of desperate plea for human connection. Oh, desperate is absolutely the first word I would use. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I've seen you come out of one of them float tanks, because it's kind of like... They set it up kind of like someone's getting off of like an international flight mm. where you can have your family just kind of there to like wave at you. Yeah. And I'm there a couple times and I see you come out of that float tank. Uh-huh. And it's just it's a real sad experience. <laughs> you know, don't don't think that that's what I thought. That's how it felt. But what they told me is what I'm experiencing. I, I sucked up so much moisture that my body needs to sort of leak out leak out that 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 water. That witness. And so what looks like desperate tears of isolation and yeah. loneliness coming down from my eyes, it's yeah. just water I soaked up from the tub. And it's not it's not just the water that's coming out of your eyes. Uh-huh. It's that, that plastic grocery bag of oh, your yeah. own poo yeah. that you've had to fish out of the tank. Yeah, I, I, I looked at that, and I just... I, I first felt what I thought was just... Sort of like this heavy weight <laughs> sadness. of abs- sadness yeah. and shame. Yeah. But then they told me, no, that's you just get you're disheveling the or eschewing yeah. the, the 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 weight of sins from your past life. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, that makes sense. So 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 when you're when you normally have a bowel movement, uh-huh. is that is that Issuing the sins from your past life. Oh, wait, I don't have bowel movements anymore. Oh, so you only have bowel movements inside the float tank? No. Uh. Uh. What I mean to say is, I what I used to have were bowel movements. Now I am just passing the 
uh, uh, the drudgery of daily life and uh, uh, earthly greed, and I'm once again becoming pure and whole under the eyes of Kong Abraham. It's a simple scientific explanation. <laughs> I feel like I've explained this to you at least once before. So, Ian, I just want to... I, I, I'm uh-huh. having a hard time... Ra- it's like wrestling a bear, you know? Because it's hard... What do you mean? It's hard. I feel like I'm being very upfront and objective here. At least that's what I'm told by my acolytes and the other members of the hierarchy of Judaism. So when you're constipated, mm-hmm. you can't go. Oh, that uh, religiously, frequently. what does that mean? It means that there ain't nothing to let go of. I'm good. <laughs> Oh, so uh, being uh, constipated is a good thing. When you're constipated, that means that you have trapped in uh, all that is good with the world. Okay, so yeah. when you shit, it's actually a very sad thing. Well, that's only when your body says, "Hey, it's time to grow." Like, like how, like a hermit crab. Yeah. Like how, like it grows and needs to get a new shell. So when I'm growing, I just need to get rid of all, all the 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 the, the fecal matter. Um, well. That's what people call it. It's really just a, a physical representation and embodiment of things that I need to let go in order to grow as a person. So sometimes, yeah, just to check to see how my poo's doing, mm. I'll eat healthy. A, yeah, it's a healthy decision. I'll I'll see. I'll eat a small Lego. Oh yeah, right. Just so I can see where that's at now. Like, like how many? Like, you know how they have like those little like bumps at the top. Like, yeah. how, how many? Like four, I'll, eight. I'll eat a two by two. A two or by I'll just two. Just eat a head. Okay. Right. Oh, that's just a good call. Yeah. Just you know. I hope it's like one of those heads that like has like a winky face, or it comes out. It like winks at you, says, "Hey, well done. <laughs> Test completed." Yeah. A little flirty. <laughs> but so yeah, yeah. I guess when I poo uh-huh. that head out, is that head? One of my sins in your religion? Uh, well, you have not been through the baptism by fire by water under Judaism, so for right. you, it's just poop. It's just poop. Yeah, no, you but ain't. What happens? You're, you're, you you're talking it? about disgusting, mortal, scientific, biological processes that actually they're they're making me angry to hear them. <laughs> I'm getting. I think about how I had to put up with that, and I am mad. Understood, understood. So what happens if, let's say, you ate a Lego? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do it all the time. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay, so when you poo out a Lego, uh, what size, hold on, what size Lego do you eat? So what I do is I will go to my local Kmart, okay, and I will buy... Whatever the latest Lego Star Wars set is. Okay. I, I just, I feel like the Star Wars, I don't know why, maybe just because the particular arrangement and quantity of their pieces, it's just, it just, it's better for my digestive tract. So you yeah. eat a whole one? Well, it's, have you heard the, the expression, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Understood. Same thing. How do you eat an X-wing fighter Lego? Yeah. One piece at a time. Okay. Or one one. I think they call them brick, one brick at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll have. I mean, I'll have like a, like a couple bites. Except you can't bite them because they're hard plastic. Right. So I'll just uh, I'll uh, uh, I'll swallow them with uh, some some honey and some ginseng. It's a very. Is this a sex thing? Uh, it can be yeah. only, only if I'm with someone else, 
if I'm by myself, I just kind of finish off. So yeah, I guess it even is by myself. It's kind of a set thing. Because I was reading on Craigslist, if you uh-huh. have like a, if you get like a, a two by eight block and you swallow it, it could end up in your boner, and then you have permanent boner because it's made out of a Lego. That I'm looking at your face, and that doesn't seem right. Did I, you write that post? All right, guilty. <laughs> yeah, God I wrote damn it. it. I, I I just wanted you to swallow that big piece, but instead you just you just swallowed the two by twos in the heads. Well, yeah, and one time I took a poo, and it was a bunch of heads mm-hmm. mounted on that little two by eight. Mm-hmm. So, you some bitch. Oh wait, you did what? When? Brian, when did you do this? <laughs> I I didn't know you actually took. You follow the teachings. This is one of the, the preliminary measures in order to see if you have the bowel capacity to be indoctrinated into the Judaism faith. Well, I I wanted to see I wanted to see if I could change my sawed off shotgun, uh-huh. make it a little bit bigger, get one of them <laughs> two by seven Lego pieces, which is bigger than my little stub. <laughs> it didn't do nothing though. Didn't do nothing though. Came out, out of <laughs> yeah. my butthole. And yep. then took all the little little face pieces. And I don't have money for a Star Wars set, so I'm buying Lego Ninja. Mm-hmm. And so I got ninja faces all over my two by two by eight. Oh, those are the with their little katana swords, those are the worst of my digestive Absolute. track. Oh my they god. They just they just tear my, my intestines, large and small, up to hell. But going back to it, uh-huh. if you poo out a Lego piece, yeah. is a, the Lego piece a sin? No, so it's sort of like Oh, let me try and think of a way to, to describe this. It, it's so there are certain things that like that are magnets or that attract other things. Lego pieces, because they are so pure and fun and Danish, they will <laughs> attract all of the sin. They will like sponge out the sin from your body, and so like all the poo that well, what looks like poo, poo around the Lego yeah. bodies. It's just like like say if you, you put put like a, an object on your on the top of yeah. your, your bookshelf, and then go right. back to it 10 years later, it's got all this dust that's collected. Yeah. It's just all the collected uh, uh, sin from my, my impure thoughts and actions yeah. have gone around. There's those Lego pieces. That are, makes sense, right? <laughs> so are you encouraged yeah. to eat Lego pieces? Well, it's not encouraged so much as forced. <laughs> okay. So, and is it just Lego pieces... Like, cause you said that's good. Oh, it's what if, great! What it's if the you best. eat something that's bad, like a murder weapon? Hmm. Uh, well, if I just had, say, like let's a, say you ate OJ's glove. Oh, OJ's glove. Oh, mm. I could see that was a good looking glove. I could see that going I down ate pretty one nice. Of them. Really? Yeah. How that? How long did that take to pass? How long do you saw that? Saw oh, that in your stool? Man, somewhere? it's like gum. Six years. Mm, yeah. Right, so by the time I shit it back out, he was already in jail again. <laughs> uh, it's like like some kind of like some kind of fecal matter prophecy. <laughs> Which, if anything, that's what Judaism is all about. Again, red. I feel like you're ready for the next level. Oh man, you know LDS doesn't do much scat play, mm-hmm. so I'm, that's where they're really missing out. It, call me a free agent. They're, they're just there were there was apparently not enough room on them golden tablets to dig into the splendor of scat play. Yeah, I wish I wish I had an ancestor there that was like, hey, what happens if I shit a Lego? Oh man, Joseph Smith, come on, answer it. I'm sure he would have come up with a solid answer. He, oh. He had a good head on his shoulders. Quick on his feet. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? But 
Hold on. You had I, I think I was in the middle of answering you another were, question. You, okay, so I yeah. asked you, in yeah. your religion, uh-huh. if you eat something bad, say OJ's glove. Oh, yeah. yeah. What happens? Uh, if I eat it by itself, uh, that's just more, more sin to take in. But if I eat it with a Lego piece, for OJ's glove, I'd say it's about at least like a, a, a three by two. So like a, a It only takes a three by but I put a two by eight piece. Yeah. Well that was just to kind of test out the limits of your bowels <laughs> in terms of Lego pieces. Oh. Do you think I'm I- doing this for you, Red? <laughs> you may think that like, oh this, this old Gus, he's why is he doing these bad things? Why is he I'm doing this me for eat you. Legos? <laughs> I'm doing this for you. It's a journey of self discovery. My anus and throat hurt mm-hmm. constantly. Well, I mean, if you go to the gym... And you keep telling me it's for my dick. Oh, yeah. But then now I'm hearing it's for Judaism? Well, when you're in the the Judaism faith, what you do (laughs) is you... I don't think I'm going to like this. Uh, I'm having having difficulty coming up with an answer. Okay, I guess short answer, no. Nope, no, there's nothing to, I can do for your dick. That was just, <laughs> that was deceptive. I, I was trying to come up with a story. I'm sorry, Red. I fight all these dogs for you, and yeah. you promise me I'll get a golden globe. Mm. Then you tell me that I'm your number one sheepdog, yep. and you're going to fix my dick. Mm-hmm. You load me up with Legos, uh-huh. and I'm just shitting Legos all day. All that is accurate. <sighs> Look, it's for your for your own benefit. I've just been trying to get you to <laughs> what join benefit? me. Well, you have not yet been baptized by fire by water in the deprivation chambers of the Judaism faith that are orchestrated by the acolytes of Kanye Abraham. It's a perfect logical government tax write-off solution. <laughs> well, I think we're at a little bit of a crossroads because my bowels hurt. I don't feel any closer to God. Mm. And I'm pretty sure I've done many illegal things on your behalf. And I still don't have a Golden Globe. You know what? You may not be an award winner and you may not have reached religious enlightenment, but I still think you as a good friend. That's got to count for something. Well, with that, here's a song about faith. Gotta have it. I guess. Fuck. Jesus Christ. (laughs) 